what a week. Waiting for episode two. Oh, I could not wait. <laughs> Hello, this is Discovery Discussion. I am Kudzai, a lover of sci-fi, especially Star Trek. I get a real kick out of discussing Discovery, but I don't want to spoil the journey all over my Facebook timeline for later watchers. Also, due to the pandemic, we've lacked the face-to-face -face time at conventions to engage and exchange views. So now I'm just simply bursting to talk. So grab a seat, get comfortable, get yourselves a drink, a soft or stronger, I recommend stronger, <laughs> and join me in a bar that I will now name Ten Sideways. <laughs> Imagine that we're at a fantastic convention. It's this time of the night. It's red. The night is young, relatively early, and we're just engaging in a bit of a debate and a discussion about discovery, as we probably would be this time of year. So, without further ado, I just have to thank, thank you who, to all of you who listened to me last week, rambling on about my thoughts about episode one. Um, it, it means a lot. If Anchor Analytics are anything to trust or rely on, I, I was very happy that 10 of you made the time and the set aside the effort to listen to, to what I had to say. And that's, that's so nice. And to expand on that slightly, I asked for views on my Facebook timeline without spoilers and asked that um, I'm inboxed and some did reply. I'm wondering what the overlap is between if you're if you're listening and if you replied in the inbox. Well, who knows? We'll see. I, I just would like to touch on a few comments about episode one before I go into my views on episode two. And because... I see it was quite polarising, wasn't it? Um, a lot of people were either very enthusiastic about it, um, mind blown and couldn't stop thinking about it all week, like me, and others were possibly the same, but for more negative reasons. And I'll start off by reading a comment from a fellow cosplayer and convention goer. Start quote. Honestly, absolute tripe for 48 minutes then two minutes of star trek at the end lens flares wobbly cam b monster movie scenarios doesn't bode well for the rest of the season that's my view for what it's worth it's entertaining enough and i'm all for change but i'm just worried the direction of the new star trek under kurtzman will be all michael bay style over substance okay i i understand of course, I'm in a completely different camp to that comment, but everyone, everybody has the right to have whatever opinion they want about whichever Star Trek series is released. So I think that's the beauty of it, how polarising Discovery has been from day one. Some love, some hate, some are neutral, some still haven't made up their minds and are struggling. I will now try and find another comment. Um, quote start i loved the whole plot and also have one of my favorite breeds of cats in there too made it a double whammy i too have watched it twice it had to be done i cannot wait for her to find the rest of the crew referring to burnham there of course i share that sentiment i too can't wait for the re for the reunion and i'll obviously touch on that later when i talk about episode two scan a bit more sorry I'm a bit slow I am I'm not used to using Facebook on a laptop so <laughs> always usually using it on my phone so this is taking me a bit longer to just get to 
where comments are and I will just go to a small group that for which I am admin, a very very small group where we just discuss discovery on more of a UK timeline. Oh right, I'll just scroll up and I asked about last week, so what are our thoughts about episode one and I'll just go through a few of the comments that were left. The first episode seems like Star Wars and Andromeda have a love child and dressed it up in a Star Trek uniform. Going to need to see a few more episodes before I make a decision, but so far I like it more than episode one and episode two. And uh, no, sorry, so far I like it more than season one and season two. My apologies, what that person was saying. Um, I can't really comment too much because I haven't seen Andromeda. And I'm not, well I've seen, I've obviously seen some Star Wars, but not all of it. I'm not, I like it, not a massive fan. Uh, let's not go down that rabbit hole. Um, so from what I've heard, I'm not going to be in any rush to see Andromeda at any time soon. <laughs> but yeah, I've seen that comment elsewhere, whether it's the same person, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Another quote from someone. Awesome. Now Star Trek fans really get to explore strange new worlds and civilizations and boldly go where no one has gone before. Someone else just said two words. True believer. And I'll pick one more mini review or opinion. Refreshing to see Burnham out of her depth among inexplicable aliens and tech. Kind of... Trek meets Rick and Morty and book British, roguish, sexy ship and kind to animals. Strong Doctor Who vibe from him, really strong opener, disco clearly not sitting on its laurels. So that's just my my highlights of some comments that either I received directly through my inbox or through some groups upon asking for opinions about the first episode. And yeah, I just like the discussion that it's fueling as I do, as I enjoy all the time. Of course, I'm not referring to the more toxic discussions. We're not going to go into those at all. But I just love the way that people look at the same thing and take away such different perspectives and views. So now I will smoothly move into what I thought about episode two. So... I fundamentally enjoyed the second episode, but my feelings are more neutral than they were for episode one, which I just totally raved about like an excited kid about to pop last week. Now I've calmed down. I'm far more neutral. There is nothing tangible that I did not like, just to say, oh, except for one thing, I'm lying. There was one thing, <laughs> and which I'm sure you can all guess what it was. It was the same thing as last week, but... I just finished the episode. I did finish feeling as though I wanted it to keep going. The end annoyed me, but I'll try and make my comments by walking through events roughly in line in time with how the episode panned out. So what I didn't like was the, again, the recap. I'm really not a fan of these recaps. I don't find they do what happened in the past justice at all. I'm going to give the recaps one more go. I'm going to watch the recap of episode three 
I have to be careful with what I'm saying between season and episode. I'm getting the two all switched and jigged up because we're at the early point, right, of season three now. So I'm, if I say season when I mean episode or episode when I mean season, I am sorry. You know what I mean. But just a warning, that could happen. So I am going to give the recap one more try with episode three and if I'm not impressed I'm going to stop watching it or else there's danger that I just keep saying I didn't like it. It's just like well stop watching it then <laughs> and this goes straight into it. So that was it in terms of what I just I'm not warming to very much. I absolutely loved this is going to sound a bit sick. <laughs> I really liked disco crashing. Oh what a bitch. <laughs> How could I say that? Not that I like the idea of anything bad happening to the crew or anything bad happening to the beautiful ship that she is, but I, I just thought the sequence was really exciting and really tense and kept my attention really well. And also, seeing the disco crew again was absolutely lovely. I, I actually, I missed them genuinely, and I wouldn't have thought that just having two seasons said the right word, having two seasons passed would mean that I develop some kind of like a lion, I don't know what to say, I don't want to say a relationship because that sounds weird, I know <laughs> it's a TV show, but I'll just go ahead and say it, developed somewhat a relationship between, with the characters already, that tends not to happen with me so soon, all the Discovery characters just seem to hold such strong presence for me personally and they've they've really just built a place in terms of my Star Trek life and my love for Star Trek so seeing them again was just absolutely wonderful. Hmm. And what's another point? See I've got some notes here in a list and I've numbered them in the order in which I want to discuss as not to be jumping around and ah I see number three. Ha! <laughs> I was just trying to stall there. Third thing I really absolutely adore Giorgio. <laughs> Of course, but it's partly fueled by the fact that I'm obsessed in some ways with Michelle Yeoh. But Giorgio is just... I think she's wonderful. She she made Discovery for me in terms of season two. She She really did. I mean, I would have liked it relatively neutrally season two had she not been in it. But I, I loved, I did love several of the episodes. Mainly, not solely, mainly because of her... I just, any fight scene that involves Giorgio, Michelle Yeoh as a genius, just does it for me. And I won't skip ahead too soon. I loved the grossness, the utter grossness of when Giorgio walked out and had bits of Leyland on her. Like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'm happy I wasn't eating dinner while watching this episode, that's all I'll say. But I thought that was fantastic, the way they did that. And the way she was just walking, strutting around the ship, completely just not giving a shit about the fact that she had bits of human all over her. I, I thought that was perfect. Absolutely perfect. And sums her up. And another character who I'm growing to love more and more, Jet. I, I, I'm, lo I'm really looking forward to more of her witty repartee. <laughs> It's absolutely genius and, yeah, no, nothing negative to say about her. And it was beautiful to have Tilly front and centre with, with Saru. The two of them have a very nice dynamic, I thought, a really nice relationship. And 
Saru giving Tilly such lovely compliments and Tilly really taking that on and showing herself as such a relatively just a very intelligent very sharp but non-threatening individual I thought that was very very shrewd of Saru to take Tilly along and I was just left wondering when Saru and Tilly were encountered the individuals on the mystery planet with um, parasitic ice who who are those people I mean have am I missing something and um, how how do they know so much about Starfleet and how do they know so much about Discovery? I, I, I like to be kept guessing. I like it when, when shows just put things there and don't explain too much. Or maybe it has all been explained and I've missed something major. <laughs> Oops. But yeah, I, I, I just thought, who are they? <laughs> how can they possibly know this? Get a song line in there. And what else? What have I missed? I loved the way that um, Tilly and Saru didn't ask questions when the burn was mentioned around these mystery individuals talking. I thought that was genius. And the way that new technology was just being flouted in front of them, but yet they were trying their best not to keep asking, what's this, what's that, what's this all the time? I thought that was immense self-control and I loved that. I loved the whole way those conversations came about. Hmm. And... I feel that in this season, in this season, that discovery, that discovery has arrived. And there have been many sci-fis where people say, oh yeah, you just have to pass through season X and season X plus one. Then when you get to this point in time, things get really good. You just have to stick with a couple of or one or two dodgy seasons. So it's dodgy. And I mean that in an affectionate way. And I think Discovery's panning out to be one of those shows I I feel I feel inside that season three discovery has arrived and I think we're going to be on an immense roller coaster the ending now to talk about the ending when this episode finished my immediate thought was oh, son of a bitch I wanted a lot more I didn't want it to finish where it finished I am not at all convinced that the discovery has genuinely reunited with Michael. I, I, I had a really uneasy feeling, a really uneasy feeling about that whole communication when Michael appeared on screen and was talking. Something just didn't feel right to me. I know I bang on about how I hate it when people release theories and I'm doing it now. Sorry, but... I, I just think it seems too good to be true. It seems too easy and it seems too quick. Like, oh, they meet. Yay, happily ever after. Fantastic. Of course, it won't be happily ever after with Discovery, but you, you know what I mean. And to track back, I've missed one point, is that I'm really worried about Detmer. I'm really worried about her. That injury did not look right. And the way she was behaving, the moments where she just went silent and seemed really disconnected, I'm, I'm really concerned for her. And I think that will come back to bite us in the arse later, either next episode or later in the season, whatever it may be. I think that could be something quite dark brewing, whether it just impacts her or the entire crew. We are yet to find out, but I shall say no more. Yeah, but that ending, I'm not convinced. Mm, we'll, we'll, we'll just have to see, won't we? 
And my favourite line, and I'll title this blab, this little blabber, I suppose I'll call it a blabber, with Batcham, somebody had to make sure he was dead. Good old Giorgio on top form with that quote. <laughs>